Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Orion has partnered with J-Dog Brands to provide exclusive franchise opportunities for honorably discharged veterans and military family members. J-Dog was founded by a veteran with the goal of helping veterans experience business ownership by running their own franchise, employing fellow veterans, and ultimately reducing veteran unemployment to less than 1%. The company is seeking motivated entrepreneurial veterans and military family members to own and operate a franchise backed by JDOG's proven business model and all the support you need to be successful. JDOG franchise opportunities include junk removal and hauling, as well as floor upholstery and carpet cleaning. In today's show, I'm joined by three JDOG guests to give an inside look at the different aspects of their business. First, I'll talk with James Cottle. Army veteran and vice president of training and development at JDOG. James will share his experience working with JDOG from a corporate perspective and what support potential franchisees can expect to receive in the form of launching their business, ongoing training, marketing assistance, and more. Next, I'll talk with Jamie Ortiz and John Merwald about their experience as JDOG franchise owners. They'll share their stories on how they got started and what their business looks like today. If you have any questions about this interview, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. If you'd like to learn more about JDOG and its franchising opportunities, visit them online at www.jdogbrands.com. Hi, James. Welcome. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. This is, this is great. Looking forward to talking to you. Yes, I am too. So, you know, we were chatting a little bit before we started recording and I was telling you that um, I'm interviewing a couple of other people that are involved with JDOG from the franchise owner perspective. So what I think will be really cool about this episode that's different than the ones that we've done with JDOG in the past, this one will be kind of a one-stop shop where people can hear about all the different facets of the business from different perspectives all in one episode. So um, I'm excited to talk to you about your experience with JDOG. And um, you know, I, I know that you'll have a little bit of a different perspective to share. As I said, the people that I've talked to otherwise are franchise owners. So this will be a little bit different, um, kind of a behind the scenes look, if you will, from the corporate perspective. So before we get into that, can you tell us a little bit about your military background? Yeah, so I, I enlisted in the the Army right after high school. I graduated high school and then two weeks later, I was on a bus getting sent to Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri for basic training. Um, I enlisted as a military police officer, and uh, a little bit later in my career was transitioned over to corrections. So did a, did a total of eight years. So that's that's interesting to me that you've got that military background in corrections. Now you're in the role that you're in now. How did you hear about JDOG, and did you ever look to pursue a career in like law enforcement or something similar after the military? I did. I was trying to find a job as a police officer. That's why I went into the military as military police. Uh, and it was very, very competitive. I remember applying for one position and they were accepting two candidates and there were 300 or so applicants. Even though you know I had the military police education, I had the background, um, I think I scored a 92 or something on the test. And uh, they, they very clearly said, hey, if you didn't get 100% on the test, uh, you know, don't even bother showing up to the physical because we have 15 people that scored 100 and we're only taking the top scores. Wow. So it was, it was a little discouraging. Yeah, it was a little discouraging, but I, I continued to try to apply. I was a volunteer firefighter for a couple of years. I was always interested in first responding uh, type jobs and he- helping the community. Um, but eventually I found myself working at a store named uh, PC Richard and Son. Um, it's much like Best Buy or something similar. 
and I worked there for about five years. Uh, it was a great career. Uh, it was it was really really engaging with customers and you know, selling microwaves, washers, dryers, appliances. Um, but the the challenge was I didn't feel too great about myself at the end of the day. Um, I didn't really have a sense of purpose. I you know I had my high and tight fade. I would hold the door open. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Always showing up on time. And working in a very competitive retail commission sales environment, um, I was kind of uh, I was the only one that was acting in a military kind of manner, you know, professional bearing. Uh, it was a different environment that I was used to, but it was a job. It paid the bills, and uh, you know, I did that for a few years. Um, but after Amazon really became popular, and as soon as you can buy a washer and dryer online, uh, it became a lot harder to be successful in that business. And uh, I knew I needed to make a change. Um, I was just searching on Indeed and just seeing what was out there, and I, I came across an ad for Crew Guy, you know, Crew Member uh, for J Dog. And I was like, "What is this?" Um, I called up. I, I had an interview at Dunkin' Donuts the next week, and I literally traded in my suits for boots. Um, started working on the truck, and I was physically exhausted at the end of the day. I wasn't mentally exhausted like I was before trying to sell microwaves, um, and it felt good. It felt like I, I felt like I belonged. Um, it was satisfying. So mm -hmm. I knew that I was in the right career path. I knew it was, uh, I wanted to be in Junk Remove. I wanted to be with J-Dog. And I've been in this in this business ever since. That's awesome. So kind of describe to us then how you got from um, being a crew member to where you are now. And then just tell us what you do a little bit right now at J-Dog in your current role. So when I started out with J-Dog, I was a crew member. I, I was the guy on the other end of the couch. Um, I learned the business really from the ground up. I had never driven a pickup truck and trailer before. Had to learn that. That took a little bit of time. Um, but I, I just always was hungry for more and, and really liked the business and was always asking, hey, what can I do? How can I learn? How can I grow? Um, I had a few really great mentors in this business that I'm, I'm still friendly with and still get to work with now in, in the position here at HQ, which is fantastic. Um, but soon I, I found myself as a territory manager. I was responsible for overseeing you know, one of the territories, Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Um, soon I worked my way up to a general manager's position. I ended up coming to JDOG HQ to have uh, to take the training class um, as a general manager. We offer the training classes uh, to any franchisee or their, their management staff. So I took the training class with Kevin Copa and Dana Forrester uh, when they were teaching it. And, you know, about... Oh, I'd say maybe a year and a half after I ended up taking that class, um, I got hired at HQ, and one of my responsibilities is to teach those classes now. So it's really, really come full circle for me. Um, and uh, what I do now is is really most of it revolves around training and operations. Um, it's it's a lot of fun having franchisees come in from all around the country, getting to meet people with you know, different experiences and different accents and different services. Uh, you know, veterans from the Coast Guard. We just got our first Coast Guard franchisee, Marines, Air Force, you know, you name it. We have we have everybody that comes through the system. They all come to training at J-Dog HQ, and I'm the lucky guy that gets to spend five days with them and, and get to teach them how to run a J-Dog business, but also get to know them, get to know about their services. Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's my favorite part of this job, really, is learning about the other veterans. Um, in conjunction with the training, uh, my other responsibility is operations for the junk removal side. Um, so after somebody leaves training and they go out and actually start running their business, we maintain a lot of contact with them and, uh, you know, talk them through business decisions, buying trucks, expanding pricing jobs, you, know, you name it. We're here for, for every part of the, their, their business plan, you know, to, to make them as successful as possible. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I've talked to franchisees in the past, that's one of the things that they have said that they um, really enjoyed the most about their experience with JDOG in terms of when they were getting started was the training that you guys provide. So I definitely want to talk a little bit more about that. And um, I've broken it down into a list of things that we thought you could cover. So um, when we talk about the support that you provide at training, when people come in and you know, they probably don't know a whole lot about the business model and um, things that corporate's going to be providing to help make them successful. I know that there are a variety of things that you guys cover. And like I said, we've got a list that we're going to talk through. So I know the first one that we had talked about was practical application. So can you talk a little bit more about what that means and what you do for that as part of the training? Sure. Um, You know, I wish I had two weeks or a month with every franchisee that comes through training, but we only have those five days. We have to get them out and opening up their own business. I can't can't have them here forever. Um, so we try and do as much practical application as possible. Um, while some of JDOG University is held in a classroom environment, um, we do have a good amount of hands-on time as well. We start off with an estimate scenario uh, where we'll role play with the franchisees and um, have them give estimates to remove items around our office. So either myself or one of my colleagues will pretend to be a customer and walk them around, and it's just getting them used to being able to um, tally up visually how much volume uh, the items that they're going to be removing equates to. So two couches, a cubicle, you know, this desk, is that a half a trailer, a full trailer, what is it? Um, So we do that in the office here. We also practice moving furniture around. Uh, We have hand trucks and dollies and sawzalls and ratchet straps, forearm forklifts, all the basic building block tools uh, that you'll need to be able to successfully run a JDOG junk removal business. Um, so we practice disassembling stuff such as, you know, workout equipment with the um, uh, the Allen keys and all that fun stuff. Uh, we do put some uh, sawzalls to the test as well. We move a desk uh, that's donated. We have a desk donated every month from a local franchisee. You know, we put that onto a big appliance dolly and wheel it around the office, you know, go up the elevator, down the stairs, that kind of thing. Um, and then at the end of the day, everyone takes, a, takes their turn and we cut up that desk with a sawzall and then recycle the wood, of course. Um, also get to practice cutting up some metal objects and some metal chains, old uh, iron patio furniture, all common things that are going to happen throughout the business. Uh, and additionally, and, and probably my favorite day, because I get to be back on the truck for one one day a month, and that's my favorite day of the month. Uh, we, we do spend a day in the field with a local JDOG team, um, Dan and Stacey Fitzpatrick and their general manager, uh, Tom Stark. Um, they are gracious enough to host our training class uh, for that one day every month. Uh, we go out there and just tag along for for their for their day for their schedule. Uh, we, we ride along with their crew and help them out with their jobs, and it allows the franchisees to be able to ask another JDOG franchise owner besides just asking myself. You know, they get to ask somebody that's in the business every day um, questions about you know how do you do the schedule with three with three trucks? You know, how do you find employees? Um, how do you run your resale business? Dan and Stacey have a really robust resale business. Um, so I, I wish that we could do more with practical application. Uh, but a day in the field and those estimate scenarios and some some uh, exercises here in the office is uh, is a great start. Mm-hmm. What type of ongoing support do you guys at JDOG HQ provide to new franchise owners? Sure. Um, so we are always available. I, you know, I encourage all of our franchisees to contact us. Um, just even what's going on in your personal life, we we're friendly with all these all these uh, guys and gals. Um, so you know we do have some. Some personal relationships with these with these people. We're we're invested in their lives. They care about them. I care about their kids. I care about what's going on in their lives. 
Um, so we try and maintain a, a personal relationship that allows us to, um, you know, also benefit that from that on a professional level. Um, but ramp up calls is a great example. So whoever you end up coming to training with, think of the, the people in your training class as um, the people in your, your basic training, right? Um, you are still friendly with friendly with them, even if they're on separate sides of the country. I can go through my Facebook friends and pull out probably about 20 people on there that I haven't seen in you know almost a decade, but I went to basic training with them and I'm still friendly and we still, we still see how each other are doing, right? So the ramp up calls, we throw a ton of information at uh, our trainees during JDOG University. It's five days of a fire hose of information. Um, so the ramp up calls allows us to uh, maintain the pace you know what I mean? So uh, we set up a call with everybody that was in that group for once a week for at least 30 minutes. And we maintain the pace of, of growing sustainably for at least 90 days after the JDOG University class graduates. Everybody gets on that call and they say, OK, so and so, do you have your you have your truck yet? You know, what's your insurance status? What's that looking like? Do you set up your business phone? Um, all these things that may have been done before training, but Sometimes you know, you're ordering a special truck or uh, you're not going to open up for three months, whatever it is, after training. So everyone's on a different timeline. And having those ramp-up calls continues that, that feeling of camaraderie that we're going after so hard, uh, but also allows us to uh, make sure that everyone is, gets to the opening stage, does their soft opening, is on track for their grand opening, uh, and is successful in the launch of their business. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of that, we do have uh, what we call FRMs, Franchise Relationship Managers. Uh, we have two young ladies, Dolly Morrison and Katie Miller, who are absolutely fantastic. Every single franchise does have their own FRM assigned to that franchise. Uh, and they are, are the first point of contact, especially for anything administrative needs. Hey, I need a new phone number. Hey, I need a, you know my email address updated, whatever it may be. I want to update the bio on my landing page on the website. Um, Dolly and Katie field all those uh, communication type questions, and they're really here to, to direct people. So say a franchisee has a question for the corporate office and they're not sure what department does that go to sales does that go to James who does that who does this question go to your franchise relationship manager is right there for you you know they're they're always available by email text phone whatever it is um, and they can direct you to the correct department within HQ to make sure that your question is answered in a timely manner you know of, of all the franchise owners that I've talked to it seems like the underlying theme is that they're just so appreciative of the support that they get from JDOG corporate, but also the camaraderie that they have with other franchise owners. So, you know, you talked about some of the support that you provide to new franchise owners, but I wanted to ask you about just to maybe give some examples of the long-term support that you guys provide to people who are already established. So um, a couple of examples of that would be your roundtable discussions. Um, you know, I think like you just mentioned, Basecamp, I know you're going to talk about training videos, your social media library. So if you could just talk about all of those things, I think that would be great too. Yeah. Um, well, first and foremost, JCon. Uh, it's unfortunate due to the coronavirus, we haven't been able to have one the last, um, probably last year it was canceled and it looks, it's not looking good for this one either. Uh, but when we are allowed to have JCon again, you know, we always try and get everyone together at least once a year. Um, so if you're if you're talking to a franchisee across the country and and you have a good relationship with them, but hey, I've never even seen this person, I don't even know what they look like. <laughs> it's nice to kind of put the the face to the name, face to the email address. Um, so getting everybody in the same room and having a roundtable discussion on whatever topics the franchisees want to talk about. You know, that's that's not decided by us. We certainly have a few things that we want to bring to everyone's attention, and we do that 
during our own time. But the roundtable discussions are really it's franchisee living, uh, franchisee driven and franchisee led. Um, if somebody says, "Hey, I'm doing this in my territory to get these leads, and this is really working," you know, whoever let's come over and let's talk about it. I just had a phone call um, yesterday with uh, Jade Bashowski, our franchisee down in Colleen, Texas. He has an amazing system for recycling old tires and found a way to be profitable with it and protect the environment at the same time. So that's a perfect example of getting a roundtable discussion going, having the franchisees sit down at JCon and face-to-face, ask Jade those questions, ask Ray those questions about sales or whatever it may be. Um, it's inclusive. It's it's brainstorming. It's just it's a really, really, really awesome environment and feeling to be a part of one of those roundtable discussions business owners from many different walks of life, from many different services, you know, all around the country, all getting together here in Philadelphia to talk about JDOG, to talk about junk removal. Uh, it's really inspiring. Um, one of the other things, uh, Basecamp. So Basecamp has been a tremendous platform for us. Uh, we did start off with a Facebook operations page. Uh, we've transitioned away from that just because Facebook doesn't allow you to save documents or share things in a more professional manner. Um, so we switched to Basecamp about a year ago, and it has been tremendously successful, very valuable. Um, the ability for a new franchisee owner or an existing one even to go on Basecamp and say, you know, for an example, hey, guys, I have um, a 25-foot boat in somebody's backyard. How do I take this thing away? You know, I, I personally never removed a boat from somebody's backyard, so the training department over here may not know. Um, but Basecamp, you can post that in Basecamp and immediately tap into the brains of, you know, 90 some odd franchise owners in 230 or 40, whatever it is now, locations of junk removal all around the country. And somebody's done a boat out there. Somebody knows how to do it. The responses that you get on Basecamp are not just, hey, you know, good luck with that boat. Good job. Let me know how it goes. It's not, it's not just like that. It's like, here's a formula of how to do this, how to price it, where to dispose of it, uh, how to estimate it. These are the issues that I had when I did my first boat. This is what I would have done differently. Veterans are really excited to help everyone, but really to help other veterans, I, I would say. Um, we're, we're happy to talk. We're happy to share our experiences. And Basecamp is a tremendous platform to do that. We love Basecamp. Um, another thing that HQ provides is training videos. So we just wrapped up our last video on how to take out a hot tub. Uh, we went to a local franchise and filmed them on their job removing a hot tub, interviewed the operations manager and said, hey, you know, why are you doing it this way? What, what would you do differently? Uh, what would you do if you had to cut up the hot tub? Do you always cut it up with a saw or do you try and roll it out? Um, and we post that video to, to Basecamp and immediately there's just a ton of comments, ton of questions on the video, people engaging. Oh, I like that. That was a really good idea. Or, oh, here, this is a, um, a hot tub sled that I purchased and this, this has really worked for me. So the training videos certainly help people figure out how to do specific types of jobs, but also engage, uh, allow us to engage in really good, productive, ongoing conversation. Um, from a social media perspective, we do have a social media library that the marketing team does a fantastic job keeping up to date. Uh, right now, you know, it's October 30th, tomorrow's Halloween, so we have a bunch of uh, pictures and um, I'm not sure if it would be classified as a meme or not, <laughs> but things you can take and post to your Facebook page and social media. Um, really well done professional graphics that look clean. They look to brand standards. You know, the same the same truck in uh, San Diego is the same truck in Boston for us, right? It's the same wrap, it's the same graphics on it. So having the marketing department put that together uh, allows us to remain uniform and uh, but also remain really professional. 
Um, I love seeing those those posts circulate on Facebook. Um, it's really awesome to just have my news feed flooded with all these these awesome graphics that were put together just you know an office or two away from me, and now it's being shared around the entire country. It's it's, it's amazing. And you know something like that just to speak to the point about you know social media posts. Something like that seems. Um, you know, like, okay, so maybe it's not a huge deal for someone to have to create their own social media graphic, but at the end of the day, it's time that's being taken away from your business. Not everyone is super computer savvy or necessarily knows how to design things like that. So having something like that already created, it just seems like there's so many things in place that you guys offer at JDoc HQ that is just really all, at the end of the day, all you're trying to do is make the lives easier for all the franchise owners. Absolutely. We we want the franchisees to be able to come in here and hit the easy button. Mm -hmm. um, we are very unique that we don't require a lot of uh, vendors to be used, like specific vendors. Sure, we have our own landing page on American Solutions for Business, a JDOG website store where you can go buy shirts and polos and, and uh, all the good stuff. Um, but however, we don't require that you have to purchase from that vendor. We set it up and you can certainly hit the easy button. But hey, if you're in your B&I or Chamber of Commerce and you meet a local t-shirt graphic design guy and you want to give business to him locally so he gives business to you locally go right ahead you know as long as the stuff is approved by the marketing department so it again it looks the same and then the brand standards are are maintained you can use whatever vendor you want to make your t-shirts um, and that that's the same for a lot of the services that we offer here um, we have the vendors in place we have the support structure in place and i encourage people to come in and hit the easy button take advantage of the franchise system that they purchased into um, but if they want to do things on their own and be a little bit more independent. We absolutely allow that here as well. We're not, we're not big brother. <laughs> we're not, you know, we don't have uh, cameras in the trucks or anything crazy like that. We, we're all veterans here. And veterans are a private people, and, and we allow them to to flourish in their own right. I like that you say that. I think that's a really great point because, in my mind, that's a misconception that people have about franchises. And, um, you know, granted, all franchises aren't the same. So maybe some franchises potentially are more like the big brother type of environment. But, um, you know, I think that's one of the maybe drawbacks or misconceptions that people have when they think about franchises. They don't want to be micromanaged. So it sounds like with you guys, you're providing the tools for them to be successful, but still giving them the freedom to run their own business. That's absolutely true. I mean, if somebody comes to JDOG University and they want to call me seven days a week and, and talk about business, I'm here. I'm going to pick up the phone. I, I'm genuinely generally excuse me genuinely interested in that individual as a person but also their business i want to see it succeed that's my job right to make them succeed so i'll talk to you seven days a week if you want or franchisees that come in they get all the information they need from us after they're ramped up and their their business is rocking and rolling you know we check in once every two or three months quick call hey how are things going they're still going great oh you're buying another truck that's awesome you know that's fine too um we're not big brother we're just we're here to um we're here to just make their lives as easy as possible <laughs> and mm -hmm. give them the opportunity to, to hire veterans in their community. That's, that's, that's our mission and we're, we're sticking to it. Yeah. So as a veteran yourself and, you know, you obviously changed career paths, ended up at JDOG. Why would you suggest that other people who are, um, you know, interested in a career change pursue JDOG business ownership? Yeah. So that kind of goes back to what I, I was talking about when we first started is um, sense of purpose. Uh, oftentimes we see franchisees or, or veterans rather, future franchisees, 
come to Discovery Day and they're saying, you know, I was in the Marines for 20 years. I've led troops into battle. I've done all these things and had great accomplishments in my military career. But, you know, on, on paper, on my resume, it's, I was a Marine in the infantry for the last 20 years. How, what, what job am I going to get in the civilian market with that resume? Uh, we found we found people that can't get a job driving a forklift for 12 bucks an hour, which is just unacceptable to me, honestly, personally. Um, so that's really why JDOG is here, right? It, it's to give veterans and veteran family members an opportunity to find their sense of purpose. Um, that was the biggest thing for me. I, I knew I knew within the first couple hours of just being around the, the crew that I was with and uh, you know fellow veterans and just getting dirty and doing hard, honest work, um, that it felt good, it felt right, it had a sense of purpose. Um, that was the biggest thing for me, uh, just being able to give back to the community. You know, we, we served our countries, now we can serve our communities. And if that's one couch that needs to be recycled at a time, so be it. That's the mission, we're gonna get it done. Jamie, thanks for joining me. I'm so excited to be able to hear from multiple people about their experiences with JDOG. Thank you for having me. Of course. So um, before we get started, I know that you are not alone in running your business. You have a partner and your husband. So you, can you talk a little bit about that? My husband uh, was in the Army from 02 to 06 in support of Operation Iraqi Freedom. And then after that, he was in the oil field for 10 years. And he just really wanted to do something different for himself as a small business owner and for his family. So he was really active in searching for different franchise opportunities when he came across JDOG on a veteran's website. Um, he presented the idea to me and he just really wanted to pull the trigger on it. And I just really wanted to support him in his goals and dreams of being a business owner. And JDOG was the perfect fit for our family. That's awesome. So I know that you had mentioned previously that he had kind of done some homework. So um, just on, you know, in terms of what kind of franchise he should open, was that a difficult task for him or did he enjoy doing that because, you know, he was passionate about opening a franchise? Um, so I think if another business venture would have been better suited, obviously he would have gone with that, but we looked at a lot of different franchise systems and they were all structured different ways. Um, some of them were gyms, some of them were healthy vending. Uh, he wanted to do something together, something that I could be a part of too. I was a stay-at-home mom at that point, and he wanted to bring me into it with him and just kind of help him. And I had a lot of experience in customer service before this. So when he was searching, he wanted something that would let us both kind of shine in different ways. So when he found JDOG, it was really perfect because he wanted to do something to help other people. Um, and that's why he looked at a lot of different franchise systems in health and things like that. And then JDOG, it was a little bit, it hit home for him because being a veteran, he could hire and employ other veterans, create that same camaraderie. And he just loved everything that was stated on the JDOG website. And when we called the corporate office to talk about starting a JDOG franchise, he loved their enthusiasm and everything that they had mentioned about um, their culture and what they're trying to do nationwide. And he just loved it. Mm -hmm. I think that's awesome. And I also think it's really cool that he wanted to do something that involved you because I actually did a podcast with a couple almost a year ago now. And um, same thing, husband and wife, they own their business together. I believe that um, with JDOG, I know that your CEO and founder, he's really involved and so is his wife. So it's almost like the family aspect of it is really embedded into the JDOG culture. 
Yes, and they are so relatable. Um, Tracy and Jerry are fantastic, and even we're we're in this for four years now, and I can still call Tracy on the phone, and she can go back to like her early days with Jerry when she was, you know, sending out thank you cards and things like that. Um, you know, Jerry can relate to all the franchise owners because he was on the truck and a lot of these franchise owners are on the truck as well. Um, John, you know, we're four years in and have 16 employees and he still gets on the truck. He still goes and does estimates. And it was just something that any veteran looking to do something physical, you know, it is labor intensive with other veterans giving back to their communities. Um, they can just really relate to J-Dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Now, I know that you had mentioned if maybe another business opportunity had presented itself with John, he probably would have looked into that a little bit more. And a lot of veterans, I think, go the route of wanting to start their own business. But it's just trying to start a business on your own from the ground up is obviously a lot more risk involved, a little bit more challenging. So why, when you talk to people, if someone contacted you and asked, you know, like, what are some of the benefits of opening a JDOG franchise instead of going the route of starting a company of your own? What would you say based on your experience? Um, it, I think it depends on the person and what their skill set is, if they went to college, you know, what they want to pursue, what their dreams are, and what kind of work culture they want to have um, in their business. With with John, I say, like, you know, if another per opportunity presented itself, it would have to be something that spoke to him the same way that, that J-Dog did um, with, like, being mission-driven and something that he could relate to with being a veteran. Um, so, I mean, if there's veterans out there that are just looking for a sense of purpose, that purpose might be giving back to their community and helping people in their community with, you know, tasks that they don't want to do, like cleaning out their garage or their attic. Um, it's it's just a really great fit. And depending on the size of the city that they're in, I mean, it could be a larger size J-Dog or a smaller size J-Dog. They have that option now. Um, so, and it's already laid out. And there's been guys that are have done this for several years now that you can ask them for advice um, if you're having challenges. So it, it's a franchise where you're not alone. Like it's very much still a brotherhood. Um, they do you know, bi-weekly calls where all the franchisees can get together and brainstorm with each other on marketing ideas or things that are working in their areas. And I don't think there's a lot of franchises out there that offer all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's an excellent point. It sounds like there's a lot of support in place at JDOG. And Jamie, you're really not the first person to say that. Like I said, I've done several podcasts with people from JDOG, and it seems like that's always the resounding thing that people say about you know, why this is such a great franchise to buy into is that there's so much support. So it's usually um, the support of the franchise. And then also, of course, the fact that you're working with other veterans and um, you're part of a mission. So I think that's something that not, I mean, I'm not aware of any other franchises, especially um, any ones that I've ever done research on that have that sort of underlying theme and so welcoming to veterans, especially when you think about the fact that JDOG is really only offering the opportunity to veterans and military families to begin with. So you kind of have already a little bit of um, built-in camaraderie with anybody that you talk to, people that you can relate to. Absolutely. And everyone in the corporate office at JDOG, um, they, they're just really outstanding. They're, they're on top of it. Any questions that you email them with or call them with, they're, they're quick to get back to you if they don't answer immediately. Um, it's, 
it's a long distance family relationship for sure. Like we're, we're down in Texas, they're up in Pennsylvania, but it doesn't feel like we're that far apart. I mean, they're, they're just really great. Yeah, that's awesome. So you've, you mentioned that you've had your franchise open and operating for four years now. So what's that looked like for you? How has it grown and changed over time? Uh, when John and I first started our original territory, um, our plan was for me to do the back office and the phones, you know, more of the customer service end, and he was going to hire a guy and be on the truck. Well, once we got into this, we're like, oh, well, we don't know how much we're going to make. Like, we can't really afford to hire a guy right now. So I ended up being the guy in the truck (laughs) with John for the first year and a half. And I, my office was in the passenger seat of our Hummer um, pulling a trailer and so, I mean, it was very different from now. Now we have, a, you know, a brick and mortar warehouse where we're able to recycle, donate and repurpose a lot of things. And I have my own office that isn't mobile anymore and 16 employees to date. And I mean, that took a lot of time and dedication and growth and support of our community um, to to get there. So it's been a really exciting four years. Um nerve-wracking. I don't think any small business is completely at ease at any point mm-hmm. in, in growing. It takes time to get to that point where you're you're comfortable. And it's great that my husband is a veteran because they learn to adapt and conquer anything and have that resilience. And whatever I lack, he is all there. And we're just, I'm glad that he is my business partner because I can't imagine doing this with anyone else. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think a lot of couples too, um, just over the past several months, it's kind of like the moment of truth. If you can survive quarantine together, then you can go into business together, maybe. Absolutely. <laughs> and well, and being a business part with, partner with your spouse is probably not for everybody. Um, we're just really lucky that we're best friends and we get it. And we know when we've had enough of each other too, where we can be like, okay, like I'm going to go do this you do that. And, you know, we come home and we can talk about work and be happy and still have a great home life too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely not an easy task though. Um, I've, I've heard horror stories and we've had our moments where we've, we've laughed at things that have happened and been frustrated at some things that happen, but at the end of the day, at least we're in it together. Yeah, definitely. Well, in the growth that you mentioned, I mean, going from just you and John to now having 16 employees. I mean, that's, I think that's an incredible amount of growth in four years. Yes. Um, it, it has been incredible and trying (laughs) and, um, kind of a whirlwind and we just, we have a really great team and the Dallas Fort Worth area really loves the concept of JDOG and hiring veterans to come into their home and help them out. And we're just really fortunate to be in such a patriotic area. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. So um, one of the things that I also wanted to talk to you about that I don't think that I have asked before on the podcast, because I don't personally know much about it, but I'm thinking for people who are listening to this that have also done research on franchises, I know that most franchise organizations charge a percentage of your gross business, but JDOG has a flat fee model. So can you explain a little bit more about that and then also why it's beneficial? Sure. So so JDOG um, has you pay like a flat fee royalty every month. So, I mean, we're still paying royalties like any franchise system. It's just this, 
the J-Dog franchise is designed by veterans for veterans. Um, Jerry and Tracy are both very real people that have had a family of their own. And when they designed this, they weren't out to like nickel and dime the franchisees. Like they want their franchisees to be successful um, and to have the opportunity to, to grow and create their own dreams just as they have. So the flat fee allows the franchisees to, to pay their royalty and have the, have the wiggle room to profit more. So the more revenue you make, you don't get penalized uh, for that by the franchise system you know, you get to profit more. So, so that's the benefit of the flat fee. Awesome. So Jamie, I really appreciated hearing from you. Is there anything else that you would want to leave with our listeners, whether it is, um, you know, a story of something that's been, you know, really um, interesting that you've experienced along the way, or, you know, something that's been rewarding about it, or even just, you know, why they should buy into a JDoc franchise? Um, well, I, we, we had the chance to talk a little bit before we started the podcast, and I guess I can tell the listeners the same story I told you. Um, being part of JDOG and having that support and respect from your community is absolutely amazing. There's not very many companies that, while they're performing an eviction, um, actually physically moving someone's belongings from their house to the curb, where the person getting evicted loves the professionalism and the camaraderie of the J-Dog staff to the point where they're buying pizza for, for the people that are evicting them. Um, but that happened to us yesterday during an eviction, and the guys were just kind of dumbfounded by it. Like, this guy, we're evicting him, and he's buying us pizza because of our military values. So if... If you're looking to be a part of something that that has like the military morals, um, respect, integrity, trust, or just to give back to your community, um, to have a sense of service, like J-Dog is definitely going to be a good fit for you. Hi, John. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, you're welcome. I'm glad we finally got together. Yeah, definitely. I know you're a busy guy. It sounds like you might be on the road right now. So we'll keep this short and sweet. But before we start talking about your experience with JDOC, can you just tell us a little bit about your background? Yeah, I served 10 years in the United States Marine Corps and uh, was lucky enough to be on Camp Pendleton, Iwakuni, Japan, and got to experience a lot of different parts of the Marine Corps, although I had an 0341 as a basic MOS. Ended up in the air wing and doing a whole bunch of other stuff as a career planner. Awesome. So how did you learn about J-Dog? I had uh, owned a franchise when I got out of the military with AT&T as an authorized retailer for them. And um, when I sold that business, I started searching for a new thing to do. And I was really looking forward to giving back to uh, the, what we call the BMF population, which is veteran military and their families, and went through the traditional recruiters for franchises and then stumbled across J-Dog on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So what has your experience been since you opened your business and how long have you been in business? Uh, first of all, it's been an absolute whirlwind from the day we landed back in the market that we purchased. Uh, only 120 days and you know we're a little bit of struggling 
doing the marketing and that, but business has been so brisk. We just we we've, we've been working six days a week, having a blast. That's awesome. So, what would you say sets you apart from other competitors in your area? I, I would say since I got out of the military, I never really did a lot as, hey, I'm a veteran. And I don't know if that was the age that I went in and when I served, who I served with. But there wasn't a real, after I got out, that I'm a veteran aspect. I can tell you when we got up here, put these wraps on the truck. We're in northern Idaho. It's a very pro-gun, pro-military, pro-police officer area. We blew up. In fact, just last week, our competitors called and asked if we could join forces uh, just because we've dominated the business up here, primarily because of the national logo. That's awesome. So, you know, you mentioned that you had an AT&T franchise prior to J-Dog. When you think back on your experience there and then, you know, just now with your experience at J-Dog, I know that you guys get a lot of support from J-Dog HQ. How has that helped you be successful in your territory? Well, the support from J-Dog HQ is helping with basically every aspect of the business. Because of my background, it's literally allowed us to not have to hire two or three people that we're going to help with just the back end and marketing, national support. Um, just the overall support when we need help, we've got a number to call and we're always getting help and that the franchise owners work together. And, you know, why would you recommend that a fellow veteran would buy into JDOG franchise instead of trying to start a company on their own? So that's always a great question. Um, you, you look at sometimes the business and from the outside, everything seems simple. Oh, it's junk removal. How complicated could this job be? And it's not until you get involved in it, like anything in life, once you're doing it, you realize really how complicated it is and everything's simple until you fully understand it. And the time it would take and the years it would take to, to learn the lessons that the J-Dog franchise brings you you're going to waste more than what you would have spent for a franchise fee. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's always a common question that we get to with people who are interested in business ownership is always the pros and cons of that. So I think that you did a good job explaining it. And you also have experience having been with two franchises now. Absolutely. So getting into the specifics a little bit, um, I know that most franchise organizations charge a percentage of your gross business, but JDOG has a flat fee. So what does that flat fee model look like and why is it beneficial for someone like you who owns a franchise? So not only it being a military, basically program where we get to help the veterans, military and their families, Flat fee was the number one sell for me. Um, a percentage of my business each and every month is just, it gets outlandish. I've looked at all the other franchises that are out there, and I've seen franchises like Camp Bow Wow and, and companies like that literally begin to lose their franchisees because it's just a large amount of money that ends up going out the more successful you get. 
the step C was just a no-brainer. If somebody's willing to do that, uh, I'm in. I'm all in. Very good. Well, John, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners about opening a franchise with J-Dog? I, you know, for any veteran out there that's just thinking, I don't know if I want to do this, I, you know, it's, it's in the air. I can tell you it's been a great experience. The community has rallied around just literally the logo um, and the concept of being able to help veterans. And I got to tell you, our split in employees up there, up here, has been 50% children of veterans and 50% veterans. And it's been a great mix. And, um, you just get to help some other veterans' kids that are out there, you know, sometimes struggling and having a tough time. And this is a great way to start your own business and actually give back to the community and keep serving. Thanks for listening to this episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud so that you never miss an episode. We'd love to hear from you. So if you have any feedback, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Our goal is to help all military job seekers through their transition and beyond. So make sure you share our show with your friends. See you next time.